This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. They are on the table at 18 for an offensive lineman if that future right tackle is currently there or maybe even a guard position. When I, I know you're kind of just digging into the offseason now and you're going back and you're watching some of these tapes. When you see some of these clips and kind of going back to senior bowl practice, anybody stand out for you right now? Um, oh, I think – I mean, I'm just catching clips. I think Fuaga, I've got – I mean, I've only watched like three clips from him. Interesting. Uh, I've range. There's like a wide range on what people seem to think about him because there's plenty of people that think top 20 pick. There's a lot of Bengals fans that are like, Ooh, that would be a dream at 18. I've got no idea. He's an Oregon state right tackle, a little bit shorter armed, but PTSD. Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) I could see it. Um, And then I do also saw, I I also saw, so I did not do also saw, I also saw Brandon Thorne gave him a second round grade. So that kind of a little bit of a red flag went up of like, okay, if a guy I really trust doesn't love him, I don't always agree with Brandon. That's the fun of these draft projects. They're all Rorschach tests to see what you think, but that just quick little red flag of like, there might be something underneath. So I don't know. The three clips I saw, he loves wide hands. He's, he's not a puncher. He's not a guy that makes first contact very often. And he goes wide because he really trusts his ability to take power. And it worked great against Latu, who's also a first-round projected player. When Latu, he went wide hands. Latu tried to go inside. He's able to ride him inside. The second time, I don't even know who the guy was, did move him quite a bit before he could anchor it in. Now, he did anchor it in. He stayed in front. He didn't fall over. He didn't you know give up the inside or the outside. But it felt like... Quarterback's probably feeling that pressure a little bit. So that's interesting because I don't see a lot of guys do that. Lob- somebody called it like a lobster claw thing where they get in both outsides and inside so that they have to try to go through you. And that's just kind of a you're not be able to come through me and I'm going to stop you from going around, around me. So you have to try to uh, found that interesting. But then there was another rep that he kind of held as the guy went around him around the outside. So I wonder about the range that he might have. I've seen some people call him a guard. I don't know. Feels fine to me. If you draft him and you try him at tackle and maybe you think he's a better guard, whole thing with me, put him at his best position. I know tackle is more valuable than guard. Put him at his best position. Zach Martin could play tackle. He's a 12 or whatever, eight. I don't know more than five time all pro at right guard. <laughs> I think it worked out pretty well. So if he's a better guard and put him at guard, if he's a better tackle, put him at tackle. Um, that's one guy that stood out a little bit. I think 
Devondre Sweat has an interesting couple of days. Uh, yesterday, it seemed like he wasn't winning very often, and then it felt like he heard all the feedback, and he crumpled people today. He literally, I think it was the Arkansas Center, he drove him until he looked like a pretzel in the ground in their one-on-one -on -one drill. Yeah. So that's, that's that's a clean win. <laughs> so he had a few of those. He's like 360 pounds as well. He refused to weigh in. Makes you wonder a little bit. Is there a weight concern? But looked pretty good today. I think he had a lot of wins. So I think those are two guys that stood out a little bit. I think um, a couple of the other tackles, Jalen Guyton kind of looked like he stood out. I'm not fully up to date on the senior bowl, but um, oh, Lad McConkey, he stood out. He's he's doing the crazy, the crazy feet drills, the one on ones, and he's running real routes, which I'm impressed by. He's not doing like triple moves, so he's doing like just clean cuts and winning. The Toledo corner, I think people liked what he did. So I'm just trying to name guys that I saw clips of that looked like they had a pretty good day. And uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon, mm -hmm. I think he's shot up some boards too. Seemed like uh, Brandon Thorne said he had the best day yesterday, and then I think I saw somebody say he might have just kind of <laughs> did that and left. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was there today. I mean, it, it's huge. I do, I do think the Senior Bowl is is huge for a lot of um, you know some of these guys who. Maybe we're not thinking about when we are looking at some of these draft boards or your first round grades. What does that look like after the senior bowl? Then you have the combine. Not not all these star players are going to go to the senior bowl, but it's still really good when it comes to offensive linemen, some of these corners, the secondary group. Um, everything's really a possibility for the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's something I truly feel like they value. I know their secondary coach is down there coaching the cornerbacks mm -hmm. and the safeties. Um, I don't think that's off the table. For the Cincinnati Bengals, especially. Is there how, any round one guys out there? I don't know if it's going to be round one, but yeah. I still think there's a possibility that they add another corner. You you can mm -hmm. always add corners. Um, yeah, I mean, they don't have a, a third outside guy or a backup nickel that are, like, locked into those roles. So if you're talking, like, round four, round round five. Like, that's – and that's a lot of senior bowl guys, too. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know they they still look at the secondary. I still believe I, we've already talked about Daxale, but I truly believe they believe in him at the safety position. Given a whole other so Jordan Battle, what a rookie year! So I'm I'm mm -hmm. believing in that crew, but I still think they need to add another cornerback and maybe even additional safety because who knows what they'll do with Nick Scott? Um, I I do think that he's probably out the door after one year. But um, overall, you know, some of these Senior Bowl guys just. Keeping an eye out for that. Duke Tobin's been down there. I know Elizabeth Blackburn goes down there too, and she was down there with Duke. I'm sure plenty of other Bengals staff members. The assistant quarterback coach for the Cincinnati Bengals um, also been he has been busy this week too. So outside of that, when you think of offensive linemen, any of the tight end group stand out for you? It feels like a really light class. No, I, I haven't seen anything on these tight ends. To be honest with you. Have you yeah. seen any tight ends that have done anything and stood out? Because I don't think Kate, I've seen a clip. Has he, is he there? I think he's there. Okay. Yeah, I've heard his name. Yeah, he should be there, I would think. Um, he's obviously not a first-round tight end. But I, um, I think of Jim Nagy actually mentioned this a couple weeks ago, talking about this NFL draft class being kind of different, not a whole lot of depth because of the COVID years. You're getting an extra year of eligibility. So it kind of feels like, this one isn't loaded right in the middle rounds. And the Cincinnati Bengals have a lot of draft picks this year, what feels like a lot of draft picks, and they don't really like to give a lot away. But this would be the perfect year if they decide, you know what, we want to move up. We want to move up yeah. to top 15. 
Let's give away some of our mid-round picks. I think somebody'd have to start sliding, right? Like if Brock Bowers slid to twelve to thirteen, and then you kind of go like, "We're calling it. Come on, come on, give us Bowers, give us Bowers." Or and I haven't watched them. Maybe he's actually poo poo, but I think uh, everybody seems to agree he's really good. <laughs> but uh, other guys too, Roma Dunze, um, mm-hmm. he's Olufashinu. Olu seems like people are trying to move him down. So if he ends up at fifteen, do you just kind of pull the trigger and go, "All right, look." <laughs> Let's stop the slide. <laughs> Let's get in there and get ourselves a new tackle. Well, I truly believe, and I it can. I know we talked about it on the last podcast. I do believe if Dalton Kincaid would have been there, that they would have taken him. So I, I think there is a huge possibility if Bowers slips or he falls to 18. Um, you really want, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals right now, you really want these quarterbacks who haven't had a great showing at the Senior Bowl so far. You want them to just skyrocket. You want all of these teams in need of a quarterback to just go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Some of these offensive line will, like Joe Alt will, will go in the top five, top six. Mm-hmm. He'll be gone. You know, you start to think about those other position groups that, uh, believe me, I would take an offensive lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals. But for some of these guys to just go off the board in wide receivers, like Malik Neighbors will go in probably the top six, top five. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, I, I, it's all going to just change in the next three months. But if, if Brock is there in the top 15, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you really got to think about, you got to move up. You got to be aggressive. This is an absolute huge year for them. They're not putting all in. I don't think when it comes to the team, because I still think they have plenty of valuable pieces on the offense and defensive side, but they have holes. 